Welcome to the Daily Objective, day 119 of the war in Israel. I'm joined by James Valiant. James, how's it going? Oh, pretty well. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, somewhat good. You know, I, I follow what's going on and I follow politics in Britain. And, uh, you know, by the way, I've, I've stayed up on election night many times in, you know, in my life, um, different types of elections. And my favorite, my favorite is actually not an election. It's uh, the vote in uh, in 2016 on whether Britain should leave the EU or not. And this was after months of the government led by David Cameron campaigning, uh, scaremongering, you know, telling us how we can't, uh, you know, Britain can't survive without without the EU. Um, and, uh, you know, this was a great moment when people said, no, you, you're not going to you're not going to scare us into it. Now, people voted for the right thing for the wrong reasons. But still, uh, you know, the outcome was one that was a surprise and that I was very pleased with. And another thing I was very pleased with on the, on the morning when actually the exit polls showed that uh, Remain won. And then uh, it ended up that they were wrong. And um and and in the morning when it was clear that uh, that Britain had voted to leave the European Union, another great thing happened, which is David Cameron resigned. David Cameron <laughs> was uh, was the Conservative Prime Minister from 2010. Uh, he, you know, he he was to the left of uh, of Labour, moved the country to the left from where the previous Labour government left it on pretty much every economic. Uh, a metric, you know, taxes were higher, uh, taxes were higher for, for pretty much everybody. But of course, most importantly, for the rich, uh, because that's, that's, uh, that's what you need to show, uh, you know, to show that you're on the right side of things, you need to tax the rich, um, you know, taxes were higher. Tory, and he's a sane Tory who led a coalition government, mind you. <laughs> Are yeah. you saying in air quotes, of course? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Tories had the excuse at the beginning of having to have a coalition with the Liberal Democrats. Then they didn't have the excuse and they right. haven't had it for nine years. So um, and uh, and yeah, so, you know, Britain moved uh, the conservatives moved Britain to the left on on everything. And culturally, of course, they didn't uh, they didn't do anything to fight the decline. So I was very happy to see him go. Wasn't so happy with who replaced him, but still he he deserved... Well, the monarch was pleased apparently. He became Baron uh <laughs> Baron Cameron of Chipping Norton, I believe, uh giving 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 him a a life title uh for his great achievements, you know, uh leading Great Britain uh in the ways that you did. What he's now, of course, they can use the uh, House of Lords to pick cabinet members from, which is interesting, given, of course, the fact that Cameron opposed the House of Lords when he was in power. But nonetheless, he's now a member of the House of Lords and uh, foreign minister and speaking on behalf of the United Kingdom in matters of foreign policy. And what he announced the other day absolutely has me sick to my stomach. He said that Great Britain he said that Great Britain might acknowledge, not maybe not now, maybe not right away, but will recognize a Palestinian state, a Palestinian state before those, this conflict is resolved even. We don't have to wait for Israel. We don't have to wait for anyone else. We'll just go ahead and recognize at some point in the near future, a Palestinian state. Now think about the degree of evasion, and ignorance, and I have to say dishonesty, 
when you come to something like this. Not only is he rewarding Hamas and the Palestinian Authority for October 7th, not only is he encouraging more, he's giving them a, how, 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 what else can we do for you? What else can we do for Hamas and the Palestinian population in the wake of October 7th? Can we give you everything you want? Can we give you, uh, how, how much more can we give you? Uh, the next thing I'm waiting for him to say is uh, uh, Palestinians living abroad, uh, refugees as defined by the United Nations, have an absolute right of return to both Israel and uh, Palestinian territories. That is the next thing I'll be waiting for him to say. Or could he possibly be so naive as to think, and now I'm going to say something that's really controversial. The Palestinian population of the West Bank and Gaza are a people unfit to govern themselves. I will say this, underline it, put it in italics, the current population of Palestinians living in the relevant areas are a people that are unfit ideologically to govern themselves. It would be as though we went back in a time machine, took some Neanderthals, brought them into the 21st century, and said they have an absolute right to govern and have an equal vote with everyone else, and that their judgment would count just as much as anyone else in a democracy because of this magical uh, pixie dust elixir called democracy and self-determination. <laughs> he cannot be yeah. so naive. He has to know that if in any time in the near future there is such a state recognized, that he is uh, calling for a permanent state of war until and unless the Palestinian people recognize Israel's right to exist, until uh, Hamas changes its charter from homicidal racism of, uh, directed against Jews. Now, Palestinian authorities, you know, they, they're the ones who materially support terrorists. They're the ones who cheered October 7th. There is no group today leading the Palestinians who would form a legitimate government or would produce anything other than a permanent state of war with Israel. David Cameron is calling for perpetual genocide against the Jews by recognizing uh, any of these governments that currently exist there. What he is doing is he's acknowledging, sanctioning their right to continue their genocidal uh, motives against Israel. I can't tell you, this is sanction of the evil. On I, I, I keep surprising myself on the capacity of myself to <laughs> surprise myself in how they're un outdoing each other in terms of sanction of the evil. This would be not only sanction of the evil, this would be permanent warfare against the Jewish state. Full stop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the whole idea of self-determination is, is, you know, an interesting, interesting uh, term in how it's used. There's no self there. We're talking about about you know groups and and typically it's some sort of uh national or ethnic group by the way look up what Ayn Rand had to say about you know the the uh, uh ethnicity and how how it's um not a valid concept but uh, yeah so so once the group decides uh how it's going to govern itself supposedly nobody nobody else has uh has a right to say anything now again the palestinians um th the way they want to govern themselves is is one of these one of these gangs either the islamist gang or the plo fascist gang takes over and uh you know oppresses their own people who don't really seem to mind uh and and plans on how to kill more jews so uh, so yeah, if the Palestinian people have a right to self-determination, they, they self-determine that they are going to kill 
all the Jews until there is uh, no one left to kill, as they said, do October 7th again and again until Israel is annihilated. Now, yeah, this idea of Britain recognizing a Palestinian state. Now, I have been against the Palestinian state uh, for, for a very long time. But there is a question there about the timing. You know, yeah, as you mentioned, you, you're deciding now, less than four months after, after October 7th, that now you're going to recognize a Palestinian state what you are saying, you are sending as clear a message as possible to any would-be terrorist anywhere. Terrorism works. The more you do of it, the more uh, we will give in and you will get whatever it is uh, that you are demanding. And um, Everything you want. Just pull off enough October 7th and we'll give you everything you want. What else can we give you for killing babies, for attacking innocent people at a rock concert? How much? What else can we give you? What else? How else can we reward you for this? And by the way, as Hamas continues to try and lob rockets into Israel, they haven't stopped. They haven't relented, nor has the Palestinian Authority uh, taken back any of their praise for October 7th or stopped any of their material support for terrorists. So there is no group here. While we are talking about recognizing a Palestinian state, Lord Cameron, we're talking about the, the people themselves are selecting as their leaders the, uh, groups that are committed to the destruction of Israel, that want permanent war with Israel until it is gone. That is what you are morally recognizing as valid. He is putting, he is putting a world opinion, altruism, um, this idea of national determinant self-determination ahead of any real world considerations. It shows just how lost, just how disconnected from reality our current policymakers are. I, I, I know I, I add this in whenever I, even though that's not directly on topic. It has now been five days since three Americans were killed by Iran, by Iran, I'm not going to pretend it was by a proxy group or care much who is particularly responsible for it. But once more, in the systematic, coordinated attack on both Israel and the United States by Iran, Joe Biden has yet to act. Furthermore, the Biden administration has gone out of its way to sanction Israel settlers. Now, I know they're violent. Look, I'm not defending the violent settlers on the West Bank. But to, to, to butt into Israel's perfectly valid forms of law enforcement to take care of their own criminal activity with their own people is offensive, disgusting, and the creation of a moral equivalence between the Palestinians and Israel. My president and the foreign minister of Great Britain have stabbed Israel in the back, have stabbed decency in the back, and are insisting on continued violence against Jews. That's the only way I can understand this. Um, so thank you, John, for the super chat. Thank you, Bonnie, for the super chat. Uh, thanks, people, for the compliments. Actually, this is not a haircut. I was up all night thinking about David Cameron and woke up with no hair. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no, you're looking sharp. So, by the way, folks, I don't mean I, this was a negative start here. Happy Rand's Day. On this day in 1905, the greatest philosopher of our time, Ayn Rand, was born in St. Petersburg, Russia. She's the author of Atlas Shrugged and the Fountainhead and all kinds of philosophical works that have the capacity to change our culture for the better and to change conditions such as this the nightmare situation that we're living in. So while it's a negative thing to be playing off of, I just want to wish everybody a happy Rand's Day. It really should be 
an official holiday, at least in my country, where she was the greatest writer of my time, for sure. Yeah, I think Biden is about to recognize it, uh, it as an official holiday, but he's busy uh, planning planning the you know the response to Iran. I believe they're putting together the humanitarian aid package as we speak, and, uh, <laughs> you know, looking into how to do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we can be angry, rightfully so, about how the West is treating Israel, but we need to remember how Israel is treating itself, how America is treating itself. Uh, the the killing of its own soldiers, the fact that it had to, it, it, we had to wait for the moment that soldiers are actually killed. The attempts to kill them are not enough. Uh, the you know the attacks on on the ships are not enough. Basically, nothing Iran does is enough to uh, to go to the war that's needed, which is the war that removes the Iranian regime. So, so yeah, I mean the West is is consistent in its weakness in the face of of terrorism, and when it comes to the Palestinians, again we we we've talked a lot about the Palestinian people as a society. I, I mean, we 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 talk about you know Iran is is the real war. We have to remember, like as a society, the Palestinians are unique. In in Iran, you actually have many people trying to stand up to the government, and if we go to war with Iran, we will have help from the inside. We will not have help from the inside among the Palestinians. So, not on the West Bank and Gaza. But in Iran, there's actually hope. There actually is a constituency for a more secular, civilized world there. Among the Palestinians, not a chance. Not a chance. We have them cheering. We have, uh, look, the, who are the options? People like the Palestinian Authority, Hamas, the Islamic Brotherhood. What are your, take your, take your pick among the uh, leadership groups among the Palestinians. All, yeah, of, all so, of them are unfit so, to govern, uh, this, to be recognized. I don't care how big a ma democratic majority they would get. It is irrelevant. There would be an illegitimate, immoral government from the outset. Uh, they're not again, fit to you, govern themselves. You, you are our resident uh, expert on actual law, but I will ask you in terms of international law, what does that mean? I mean, who are you recognizing? If, if you're recognizing, recognizing a Palestinian state, do you have to to um, you know specify who its leader is? Is it Mahmoud Abbas, the, the person who has a PhD in Holocaust denial from uh, the University of Moscow during communism? Not that now it's much better. Um, you know, it, it, of course, the, the PLO. We've spoken about this. They they have this uh, Martyrs Fund. We're part of the you know they have a, this special welfare program. We're against welfare here generally, but. That is a unique welfare program, even, uh, you know, it's, it's materially support that. killers and the supporters yeah. of killers. They put a bounty. They materially support terrorists directly. So there is no, no, under international law, you need some kind of organized government to recognize without a government, without a state, without something, you know, and barely speaking, although Israel forcibly removed their settlers from, from Gaza, although uh, the, the Gazans, the Palestinian people living in Gaza, have long had the power to control their own government. The first thing they did was to elect Hamas. And, uh, you, you know, the other parties, the other, <laughs> the more moderate parties are, the, are no better and no more legitimate uh, to think, what what is David Cameron thinking when he says we're going to recognize the Palestinian state? Uh, obviously, in his mind, it's something going to be something more like the Palestinian Authority. Maybe it won't be Hamas. Um, and maybe right now isn't the time uh, to do it. But we won't be waiting for Israel. We won't be waiting for anyone else. We'll go ahead and recognize, what, the Palestinian well, Authority? 
So he's he's actually talking about as soon as there's a ceasefire. And from what I understand, he's he's not talking about a permanent ceasefire. He's talking about the supposedly temporary ceasefire they're talking about now, which the latest report I've seen in Israeli media is that it's going to be 142 days long. Uh, I, I don't know what what that means. Is somebody after 142 days actually going to do something? Uh, I don't know. Israel is already is already pretty much winding it down. It's it's, uh, you know, many, right. many of the troops have been uh, released. And, no, so uh, after four or five months uh, of a ceasefire, that's enough to satisfy Lord Cameron that the Palestinian Authority would make a legitimate state. That is I mean, I mean, from my understanding, it's not going to be after. It's going to be as soon as. I mean, it, this could be ha happening, you know, within days. So that is disgusting in the extreme. That is a reward for evil. Uh, I cannot imagine a more upside down, backwards policy. Uh, uh, it, it's absolutely insane. It is altruism taken to. Well, it, it's not even altruism in this case. I th really think we have to be begin to realize. The politicians, even nominally Tory politicians, are anti-Israel to the degree that you have to say that they actually favor groups that want to wipe out Israel. What else are they? What, what else are they saying? They're rewarding it. They're sanctioning it. They want the, the the Palestinian Authority, I guess, to be recognized as a state, a state that materially supports genocidal terrorism against Israel. That is. That is, uh, if they don't recognize the the what they're doing, sanctioning uh, groups that uh, want genocide, sanctioning groups that systematically kill Israelis uh, as the violent anti-Semitism sanction that it is, then they're worse than blind. But I can't believe that someone like David Cameron, he went to Eton in Oxford, as I understand. No, someone with that brain cannot be that stupid. This is truly immoral. This is truly the sanction of evil and the rewarding of evil. This is so perverse. This is so upside down. I can only say that if if Lord Cameron gets his wish, he is begging for more violence. He wants a state of permanent war. He does not want a permanent peace solution. He cannot be so naive as to believe that the Palestinians will be satisfied if they get a state, suddenly, you know, pack up their weapons, go home and, you know, start creating a legitimate state. But, you know, as I say, it's not as though the Palestinian Authority and Hamas are doing what governments should be doing at all, trying to create a peaceful, you know, prosperous area for their people to live in. They're not legitimate states, Lord Cameron. Who the yeah. hell are you going to recognize? Terrorists? I, I have to say, I know I say this often, but I encourage people to go back and watch the episodes we did on October 7th, on October 8th, on October 9th. Um, you know, we, we're not prophets. We just understand how 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 things work. And, and, and so does Netanyahu. Netanyahu could have acted immediately, could have done a lot more within a few days from the air than Israel has done in four months on the ground. And with uh, less international opposition, because the way things work are, you know, okay, Israelis were killed, so now we're going to be on Israel's side, and then Israel responds, which means Palestinians are killed, which means now we're going to be, you know, we're going to be on the side of whoever dies, no matter what they did to make that death happen. Uh, and yeah, Israel, Israel. Well, no, Israelis can be displaced from the north because of repeated Hezbollah attacks, but that, whoa, don't you dare escalate this into Lebanon, Israel. 
you know, is the is quiet back channels, uh, 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 and Israel goes along with it. Israel goes along with it. America, the same damn thing. We should, I mean, I don't, again, I'm not a prophet. I just use ideas to try and figure things out. And really, folks, ideas are our only way of figuring things out. But weeks ago, when the attacks on America began, what was it, October 17th? Shortly thereafter, I began to say, there's going to be blood on Biden's hands. Now there is blood on Biden's hands. Five days. See, why Gaza City wasn't rubble by October 9th or 10th, I do not know. Why Iran directly was not attacked on October 18th or 19th, I do not know. But now we're looking at five days after Americans are killed. Biden, oh yeah, we're going to do something. We're going to do something. Still hasn't happened. It is nothing but reward for evil. It is nothing but sanction for killing. And this war will continue, and Israelis and Americans will continue to die according to the explicit policy of Mr. Netanyahu, Mr. Biden, and Lord Cameron. If getting their way means more Israelis and more Americans die. Promise. Thank you, Christian, for the super chat. Christian says the Palestinians had a good nation builder with Salam Fayyad, but he was unpopular, considered an American puppet. The Neanderthals want war, not nation building. Um, I completely agree with the last sentence. Uh, look, if if somebody makes it to um, to that level, you know, in in the Palestinian Authority where he is prime minister, he might be not as bad as the previous one, uh, but. No, I don't think I don't think anybody again, you can't uh, even even if you had a good leader for the Palestinians, uh, such a leader would not be accepted. Yeah, as as you say, you know, uh, it, it goes against the culture. It goes against the will of the people, so to speak. Uh, the people don't want peace. They, uh, you know, there, there's complete consensus among the Palestinians. I saw I saw a survey about the um, uh what do you call it? The Martyrs Fund. Uh, this this thing that you know you pay you pay people who are in prison or who who committed or, or were killed uh, committing terrorist atrocities against uh, against Israelis, and ninety one percent of Palestinians support it. So ninety one. This yeah. is a population unfit to govern itself. If, for example, someone had said to me in nineteen fifty five, most of the people in West Germany, some three quarters to 90% actively still support Nazism. I would not support democracy in West Germany. It would not have been time. Um, that's what we're looking at here. We're looking at a situation in which the vast majority of the population overtly supports October 7th and will do it again and again and again if given power. And that's what Lord Cameron is suggesting, giving such people power to do it again and again and again, along with, perhaps more importantly, the moral sanction of Western countries like Great Britain and the United States. Yeah, this, the, example, the examples of World, World War II are always good. Germany and especially Japan. But nobody came to Japan and said, you know what? You tell us what you want to what you want to do, what you want to be. No, you attacked America. No. America insisted on a constitution with a representative democracy, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, due process rights in court, and we weren't going to leave until they accepted the kind of government that we wanted them to adopt. Uh, yeah, and you know, the irony here is people are talking about democracy, uh, you know, and, and the Palestinian uh, um, 
territory, the so-called Palestinian territories of Judea and Samaria on the West Bank and, and the Gaza Strip. And we've already been there. We This was done. And it wasn't that long ago. I know 20 years is, uh, is not a short period of time, but it's 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 not that long ago that, again, we talk about how Hamas won that. It was Hamas and Fatah. It was both terrorist organizations getting all the votes. So, um, yeah, the Palestinians but the are violent ones, too. I mean, but the point is, the, the every, all the votes cast. I mean, I can't even there was no moderate party in our, my sense. There was no nonviolent party in my sense. All the votes cast were cast for either terrorism a little lighter, terrorism a little harder or Hamas. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there there are some differences among Palestinians. There's one issue on which everybody's united, which is we need to kill all the Jews and free Palestine from the river to the sea, as the as the genocidal call in the West goes. So and and uh, again, back back to the back to the main point of uh, by saying, okay, we will now now that you have committed the worst atrocities we have ever seen from you people. Now is the time when we will recognize you as a state. Uh, this there is no clearer statement, you know. That uh, I mean, there there are some competitors for clearer statements, like uh, you know, the U.S. being attacked and then saying we don't want escalation, or uh, you know, the U.S. saying here's a red line and then not actually following through. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, this is. Consider how much more evil the Oz, this is David Cameron's statement is than the Oslo Accords were. If the Oslo Accords were a disgusting, disgusting attempt at peace with monsters, at least it had this, well, a framework that will have the Palestinians eventually recognizing Israel's right to exist. Cameron isn't even requiring that. He says he's going to go ahead even without the framework that was laid out in the Oslo <laughs> nightmare, I'll call it the Oslo nightmare, he won't even go that far. He'll, he'll recognize the Palestinians, even as they continue to say, we will wipe out Israel to the last man, woman, and child. Okay, and in the wake of this, what a huge reward, giving them everything they want, in effect, because of October 7th. Yeah, and Oslo is important. Unbelievable. Oslo is important to mention here also in in the context of, um, you know, now we have 30 years of post Oslo, you know, the results of Oslo. So we've already seen what happens when when Israel, uh, you know, makes concessions, encourages the Palestinians to govern themselves, uh, stands back while they do so. What happens is they they have, uh, you know, more time, more resources and more just um, you know, territory that they control from which to plan how to kill more Jews. And that's what they've been doing. And, you know, they've been doing it successfully. And apparently David Cameron thinks uh, not successfully enough because, again, right. there is there is no other message that we can read from... Uh, well, either, from either David Cameron is so mentally uh, gone, disconnected from reality, that he is unfit to be a cabinet minister for the United Kingdom... Or he wants a lot more Jewish people dead. And those are really the only two possibilities I can see here. Either, and maybe he doesn't admit it to himself, maybe it's on a subconscious level, but either Lord Cameron wants a lot more Jewish people dead, 
a lot more Jewish people dead, <laughs> or he is mentally unfit to serve as a foreign minister for any nation. Um, all right, we are out of time. Uh, I see Cargo Crew saying, the second best thing about this podcast is the time it airs in my geography. Perfect. Well, now that I am on uh, James Valiant's time zone, uh, this is practically the middle of the night, so I don't know how how uh, how you do it and how Mark does it and how people here uh, you know uh, watch us live, but I do appreciate it. And um, because we are committed to what you do, Rosie, we're committed to Ayn Rand Center UK's mission. You are doing something so noble, and especially in the last couple of months, three or four months, you have been doing something so noble and so important. More than that, you're creating an international community of serious students of objectivism. Ladies and gentlemen, if you agree with me that this is a heroic endeavor, that this is an important thing to do, that you're getting a perspective here that you won't get anywhere else, I urge you to pay value for value and become a paid subscriber at whatever level you can afford and you're comfortable with to the Ayn Rand Center UK. We do important work here. I appreciate that, James. And, um, you know, one one good thing to do after you know you talk about somebody like David Cameron first thing in the morning is to calm down. So I'm gonna calm down and talk about my uh, favorite organization in the world, UNRWA, in just a minute. Uh, when a minute. We, we get back to UNRWA, <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, that's uh, that's the times we live in, and I think there's gonna be a somewhat comedic aspect to the disgusting. Uh, stuff we're going to talk about in well uh, if you can't cry you should like you know what i mean you gotta let it out somehow (laughs) and sometimes i have the choice of either laughing or crying and sometimes laughing is the better alternative psychologically well uh we'll try to do both on the reality (laughs) show which starts in about a minute thank you james we'll be back with the daily objective tomorrow um 5 30 p.m uk time 1230 Eastern. I don't know why I'm confused just by being in a different time zone, but thanks. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.